Welcome to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast, where we are turning your dream of writing a book into your reality. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a best-selling book from the most elite professionals and entrepreneurs from around the world. I'm your host, Jake Kelfer, three-time best-selling author and founder of Big Idea to Bestseller, and I'm here to reveal the secrets of what it really takes to write an incredible book, to grow your business, become the go-to expert, and to change the world. Now, whether you want more credibility, you want to book more speaking engagements, or you simply want to share a powerful message, this podcast was made for you. Let's go! Man, does it feel good to hit that record button and know that we got another amazing episode for you. So welcome back to Big Idea to Bestseller Podcast. And we're going to be breaking down some questions that I want you to start asking yourself to help you find the right idea for your first or your next book and to find this idea to the point where you are so confident in it that you know it's the right direction. You see, because a lot of people, they dream of writing a book. Okay, but what happens is is they get stuck when it comes to deciding what to write about. Now, over the years, I found that there are typically two types of people. And as you're listening, I want you to identify with one of these if this applicable to you. But the first type of people that I typically find are people who have a ton of ideas. And the problem is, is they can't pick one or they can't decide which idea would actually make a good book. Now, these types of people tend to have amazing ideas. They're not short on ideas, but because of that, what they do struggle with is trying to get started putting these ideas onto paper or turning these ideas into something that could create an actual book. And so what happens is they allow these ideas to marinate, 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 only to become a form of procrastination And they typically try to wait until one just becomes super, super clear, often leading to months or even years of inaction. So the first camp of people is people that have a ton of ideas. They're like, I'm ready to write this book. I got a ton of ideas. I just don't know which one to choose to make the best book at this given moment. The second camp of people are people who are, I have no idea what I would write about, right? It's the second group of people is people that don't know what topic they would make the book about. They have tons of knowledge, tons of experience, but when it comes to actually writing a book, they start to question what do they have to say and who are they to say those things? And so the first thought that these people tend to have is, what would I even write about? I'm interested in writing a book, but now the panic sets in. What would I even write about? That's often then followed by, I don't have anything of value to say. There's no way I could fill up an entire book. Who in the world's going to listen to what I have to say? And so here's the good news. Regardless of which category you fall into, there is a simpler way to create your big book idea and be confident in it. Because look, you have the skills. You have the knowledge, you have the desire to help people, but what we gotta do, simply put, is we gotta break it down into a way for you to feel confident that you have a great idea and for you to feel confident that that great idea will translate into a book. All right, because just like businesses, not every idea is a good business, but you never know if that idea is going to be a good business until you try, until you ask the right questions. And so in just a minute here, I'm going to give you some questions that will really help you build out and think about your big idea. But before I do that, I want to take you back to my very first job. So my very first job that I ever had was working for the Los Angeles Lakers. It was Kobe Bryant's final NBA season. I was in the corporate partnerships division, which basically meant that on game days, I got to pick all the contestants. I got to do meet and greets with the players and and the Lakers brand partners. And it was awesome. It was awesome to see how this all happened. 
And I'm sitting there at the Staples Center and I'm watching Kobe Bryant make the impact and do what he does best. I'm seeing people travel all over the world, spending their life savings to come watch Kobe Bryant play one final time before his career ends. And I kept thinking to myself, how great would it be to be able to inspire people to make incredible life decisions, to be able to help people create life-changing memories by doing the thing that I love to do? And, you know, I kept thinking about it because I was like, I mean, I'm not Kobe Bryant. I don't have a social media following. I'm not a 20-year NBA vet. I'm not one of the best to ever play this game. But I said, what if I don't change everyone's world? What if I change one person's world? And so I came home one night after a game, and this was late. I, I go to bed pretty early, but this was late. It was like 10 or 11. And I asked myself, what do I know and how can I help people? And at that time, I was a 22-year-old, 23-year-old, bottom of the totem pole assistant that had less than one year of work experience. So to be honest, I didn't know a whole lot. But what I did know a lot about was how to land your dream internship, how to network effectively and build relationships. I knew a lot about how to do great resumes that get you the interview. I knew a lot about networking and interviewing skills because I was a kid in college who went to all the resume workshops. I went to all the interview mock interviews. I did all the networking events. I was involved in the organizations. I got my dream internships. I was like, you know what? There's a lot of people that, that need this advice. And specifically my brother, three years younger than me and my fraternity brothers also. And I was like, if I could help them find a way to get job, better jobs and to get jobs quicker, well, then they could spend more time either studying or partying, whatever they want to do. But either way, they're going to have more time because the process is going to become easier. And so I sat down. I was like, okay, I, I know enough about this. So that is what ended up becoming my very first book. And, and less than six months later, I went from asking those questions to writing a book on career development. And on May 1st, 2016, Kobe retired, I retired, and I launched Elevate Beyond, how to stand out in the job market and discover your passion. And so... The, the point of this is to recognize that as you go through your book process and as you try to come up with an idea, it doesn't have to be super complicated. At the end of the day, our base is what do you know and how can you help? And when you can combine those two, you're going to be able to position yourself as an expert and give people something that will change their life. Now, I want to state something very, very clearly here, and that is this. You do not have to be the best in the world at what you do in order to write a book on it. What you do need to be is one to two steps ahead of where your ideal reader is. So here's what I mean by this. I was not the best in the world at career development with less than one year of work experience, but I was one to two steps ahead where my younger brother was where high school students were, where recent grads were, where college students were, and I knew that what I had to say could help them. That ended up getting me booked on stages to speak at colleges on career development when the people that were normally doing the speaking engagements had more work experience than I had life experience. But here I was, 23 years old, my first best-selling book on career development. So now I'm going to talk to you about these questions, all right? Because it's important for us to ask the questions, and as I go through this, I want you to even pause as I ask a question and jot some ideas down. And I just want you to kind of like percolate on some of these different ideas. But the first question that will really help you find your big, big idea is what is your coaching program or what is your course about? So if you are someone that already sells something, you're already selling your knowledge, you're selling information, 
that can be turned into a book. And we'll have podcast episodes all about these things. And I have social posts on these. But what's really important here is if you already have something developed, you can turn that into a book. Now, what's really important to recognize is people will pay for different things the same information in different delivery. So people will pay $10 for a book, $20 for an audiobook, $100 for a video course, $1,000 for a private coaching. All of those things share the, the, the same concept and material, but the way of which that information is shared is different. So if you're someone that says, well, I have a coaching program, but I'm, I, I didn't think that I could reuse that information. You absolutely can. And what we'll do is we'll add to it to bring it out so that it actually turns into your lead generation to funnel people into the thing that you actually want to be selling in the first place. The second question to ask yourself is this, what questions are you already being asked? So when people come to you, what are they asking? What are the questions in your DMs? When I had built the professional basketball combine, I started getting a lot of people saying, what is your, how did you, how did you build this? How did you write a best-selling book? How did you start speaking? How did you get NBA teams to, to spend their travel budget on their draft budget to, to come to an unknown event? How did you, how did you do all of these things? And the one commonality was networking. And then they would say, well, Jake, how, how did you network with these people? What was your secret? You connected with NBA executives. How did you do that at 23, 24 years old? And I would tell them, I said, this is the process that I did. I would do this outreach. I would do this LinkedIn research. I would become very interested in them. I would find, connect the dots. And what I realized is everyone was asking me about not how did I have the success, but it was what was the thing that I had success because of? And that was my relationships. So I decided to write a book on relationships called Elevate Your Network. The third question that you want to ask yourself here when trying to find your big idea is what challenges does your ideal client face the most? When you are writing a nonfiction book, the, the majority of these books are here to solve a specific problem. And so if you're asking yourself, well, what are the problems that my ideal client faces? That will help you start to figure out what are the things that you can help them solve? What are the problems that you can help them solve? What are the results that you can deliver? And so if you say, hey, my ideal client has these five challenges. Well, are those five challenges all gonna be a different book idea? Potentially, but often those five challenges are all following underneath one bigger umbrella and those can become different chapters. The fourth question that I want you to ask yourself is, what is your method to solving your ideal client's problems? So if somebody who was your ideal client, someone who you wanted to work with came to you and said, hey, Jimmy, how would you get me from here to here? They said, hey, I need your help. Well, what would be your process? What's your method? to getting them there. One of our clients, she took her coaching program, she had a very clear methodology, and she turned that methodology into a book because she knew that was the order of which she would teach someone to help them get the result in the fastest amount of time. So what is your method to solving an ideal client's problem? The fifth question to ask yourself is, what do you geek out on, all right? Part of writing a book is this is supposed to be fun. All right, if it isn't fun or you're not enjoying it or you're not finding ways to make it fun, even if you don't love writing, but there's ways to make it fun, what do you geek out on? Look, we have no, no, no issue talking about ourselves when someone asks, right? But what do you geek out on? When someone asks you something, what can you talk about all day long about? 
When someone asks you for your hobbies, when someone asks you for the thing that you love to do or the things that you love to talk about, what are those things? Are those in relation to your ideal client? Potentially, if so, you can write a book on that, right? That can start to be something. I'm a big believer that you want to write books on topics that, that you're, you're good at, that you're knowledgeable about, that you can actually complete, um, and that also you really get excited about. You know, I, I'm not going to write a book about something that I absolutely despise because I get to design my life the way I want to. And the same thing goes for you. You get to design your book the way you want to. So what do you geek out on? You know, I'm, I'm working with someone right now and, and they're like, you know, I've done the academic work. Now I want to be more creative and, and do something with a little less research, but still the same amount of impact. And we're like, let's do it. Let's go. Let's make that happen. The sixth question that I want you to ask yourself is this. What do people come to you for? So in other people's eyes, how are you perceived? Do they think of you as the, as the legal expert? Do they think of you as the accounting expert? Do they think of you as the um, fitness expert, the pull-up expert, the finance expert, the investing expert, the real estate expert? What do people perceive you to be the expert in? Because that is often what you can get people to buy from you, right? Is if they see you as the expert, they already trust you. So now you can write a book on that and they will be ready to purchase. And that leads us into question seven, which is what is your expertise? What is your expertise? So what have you studied in your life? And this could be a traditional education or self-education. If you have studied um, leadership and you have a doctorate in educational technology, you could probably write a book on that if that was what you wanted to write a book on. What is your expertise? Maybe it's self-education. Maybe you've spent the last five years learning about uh, flipping homes. You could write a book on that, okay? Expertise, the way that I define it, is not what you have a piece of paper for or, or a degree on, it can be, but your expertise is what are you more knowledgeable about than somebody else? What have you spent time and energy and attention so that you can learn a specific skill or so that you could have knowledge on a particular area that you are excited about learning about? And the final question I want you to ask yourself here is this, what do you already help people do, right? This may be something that is so obvious to outside people, but to ourselves, it can get really confusing, especially if we're trying to still figure out how to monetize it or how to take it to the next level. But what are you already helping people do? You may already be helping people live a better life. And you may just not think about it because it's just, oh, that's who I am. I just help people with their problems. What do you already help people do? Maybe you're the person that everyone comes to to ask about their relationship issues. Well, you're already helping them with the relationship issues. Maybe you like it, maybe you're good at it. The fact that you don't even realize that you're helping people do that means that that could be something special here. So these are questions to start to think about. And then of course, the final two questions that I always want anybody to ask is simply put, what do you know and who can you help, right? What do you know and how can you help, excuse me? And, and that's, that's what you wanna do, right? And the key here is to answer each one of these questions and to see what comes up for you. Is there over uh, arching themes? Are there things that keep coming up over and over and over again? If so, boom, you got that book idea. Now you know that that can be turned into a book and you can start to execute on that. And that would take you into validation and outlining in the, in the next phase of the process. But here's what I want you to think about as you're answering these questions is, why do you want to write a book? Do these questions play into it? How you, can, how you can help somebody solve a problem. What does your audience need from you? Not what you think they want, but what do they ask for? What are the experiences that you've had in your life that have led to this very moment? And what will you enjoy writing about? These are great things to consider as you go about deciding on your big book idea. Look, 
These are the questions that, that I've used for myself and these are the questions that I use to help our clients figure out what type of book do they really want to be writing on. And if you can identify this, you're going to be way further ahead than you were when you had a bunch of ideas and you couldn't pick the right one or when you just absolutely panicked by the thought of, oh my gosh, I want to write a book, but I have no idea what I should actually write about. It starts right here. It starts right now. Let's bring that clarity to the forefront. Let's get confident in this idea and let's take that next step and start bringing it closer to the page. So if you really enjoyed listening to these eight questions and you're like, I need to get more information on this, go ahead and visit jkelfer.com forward slash book training and it'll get you instant access to a training that we have on how to find your idea, validate your idea, outline your idea, and it'll really take you through the very basic process of getting your book out in as quickly as possible. So I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you listening to this. I appreciate your time, your energy, your attention, and I want to challenge you here as you go through this like ask yourself these questions jot some notes down and if you find an idea that you're excited about then go get that training and further continue your education build off that momentum so that you can get one step closer to having your dream book become your reality all right that's it for today i'll see you on the next one Thank you so much for listening to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, if you're ready to get started writing your dream book to grow your business, go ahead and shoot me a DM on Instagram at Jake Kelfer, and we'll set up a time to chat. And if you really like what you heard today, it would mean the absolute world to me if you took 30 seconds to subscribe, leave a review, and share this with your friends. Together, we are changing the game one book at a time. I'll see you on the next one. Let's go!